Hi, I'm Liza, and I've been reading tarot professionally for well over a decade. And this is Tarot for the Modern Reader, the podcast that will teach you simple, actionable techniques to read the cards with more clarity, accuracy, and ease, so you can get real answers to real questions for real people, including yourself, in today's modern world. Whether your readings are for guidance or prediction, I'll help you 86 the doubt and confusion and take your skills and confidence to the next level so you can become the best tarot reader you know. This is Tarot for the Modern Reader. Hello and welcome to the Tarot for the Modern Reader podcast. I'm your host, Liza, and this is episode number 25, Cancer Season with the Chariot and the High Priestess. Now, the content that we're going to talk about in this episode is timeless. So everything that we talk about is going to be relevant, whether you're listening to it um, in 2023 when it was created, or if you're listening to it in cancer season, you know, years from now, everything that we're going to talk about, about the cards and how they're related to cancer season are going to be relevant. I want to start off though, with just a quick note for this year at the time that this podcast is being recorded, we are currently having the new moon in cancer. So this podcast is coming out the day after the new moon in cancer. So I just want to take a quick moment and remind you to spend a little bit of time working with that new moon in cancer. If that's something that you typically do in your practice, if you work with the the moon cycles and the cards together, because you know me, um, as much as I love to read the tarot cards, you know that I also am a huge fan of astrology, which is obviously why so many of these episodes um, that I do talk about how the two go together. So before we get into the details of this episode and discussing the cards, you know, and how they relate to the season in general, I just wanted to take a quick moment and remind you if you just happen to, you know, let it slide off your radar that we are just currently coming right out of the new moon in Cancer. So that was yesterday um, at two o'clock in the afternoon. So we are still very much in that new moon portal. So this is a great time to set your intentions for Cancer season. What do you want to bring about um, in Cancer season? We make wishes or set intentions at the um, at the time that the moon is new, and we relate them to the sign that. It it's in. Of course, you can make your intentions about anything you want, um, but it's like everything else. It holds the most potency when we are in alignment with the sign that we are in. I'm always a big proponent of the magic following the mundane and the mundane following the magic. So for me, um, my version of that, my version of working with the new moon is to do a bit of a new moon ritual. So I like to do a little bit of a meditation. Truthfully, I like to start with a card reading, to be honest, because when I do a card reading, sometimes, and I I know I cannot be the only one like this, the answers don't come right away. Like you can make your initial interpretation. And then a lot of times I'll let the reading sit for a couple days and things that will happen over the next couple days will be like, oh, that's what that means. Or, oh, that's what that was referring to, you know? And so it kind of gets a chance to percolate and you know, become a little more cohesive. And I like to do that prior to doing a meditation, even though the meditation doesn't have to be long, you can Google um, something on 
on the internet, like on YouTube, like for example, a meditation specifically for cancer season, even something that's literally just uh, musical or tones like cancer season, cancer is a water sign. So that's associated with the solar plexus or I'm sorry, the sacral chakra. So there are times that like I will just put on sacral chakra meditation music and it's really just like tones and you know a little bit of music and just kind of to get into that energy and if I've already done my tarot reading then I can spend a little time there kind of letting that percolate you know letting that kind of take hold or come down in and then after that then I'll sit down and make some intentions usually that are related to the sign of cancer or things that have to do with cancer energy So that is not part of today's episode per se, talking about the cards, but being only a day after the new moon, I would just be remiss to not mention that. So that is uh, all about setting a intention for cancer season. Now let's move into talking about the cards that, that we have for cancer season. So starting with the minor arcana, um, let me lead off and say that cups is the energy that we are in right now. Now, you don't have to be an experienced card reader to know that cups is the suit that goes along with the sign of um, or with the element of water. So right now, while we're in cancer season and we are in that watery energy, you're likely going to see more cups in your readings. Um, Yeah, in your readings. So this is a time of relationships taking focus. Midsummer, which is another name for the summer solstice, which happened on June 22nd this year, and that is always the start of cancer season. Midsummer is also a very popular time for marriages. As a matter of fact, in the really old times, uh, June was named after the goddess of marriage in Roman mythology, Juno. So it really makes sense that when we think about our cycles, of uh, our lunar energy and our cards, you know, they really do go together. Cancer season is a time of heightened activity and things really coming out in the world. So that brings us to our first card, the chariot card. Now, I know you might be thinking, how in the world (laughs) does the chariot relate to the sign of cancer? So this is something that I wrote about, oh my goodness, six years ago now. So I will reference that and share some of that with you. Um, My thoughts and feelings on how the chariot card is related to the sign of cancer. And then we'll also talk about the high priestess card because the high priestess is ruled by the moon. And of course, the moon is the sign um, or the, the body that rules over the sign of cancer. So let's talk a little bit about the chariot first. So again, you might be thinking, what in the world could a powerful charioteer have to do with such a maternal and emotional sign, the nurturing energy of cancer? So we're going to talk about it. We'll talk about the symbols in the card that correlate to the sign of cancer, the inherent meanings of this card and their affiliation with the sign of the crab, and how you can use it to benefit you. So the first thing you might notice in the chariot card is the chariot itself. Now inside stands a man in a suit of armor, and this is the charioteer. So these are our first associations with the sign of the crab. First of all, a crab is very protective of itself. It has a hard shell so that it can protect its soft underbelly. 
Now, so too is the cancer person. It's no secret that cancers are very protective of themselves emotionally, and they wear a shell that is difficult to penetrate until they know and trust you. And that can take a while. So this is symbolized by the charioteer's armor. And just to be clear, cancer is the sign of emotion. So a lot of this that we're talking about when it comes to um, cancer energy has to do with the emotional body, the emotional side. Now, secondly, the chariot itself goes wherever the charioteer goes. So again, this is indicative of the crab, which carries his house on his back everywhere he goes. The tarot handbook refers to chariot people as a combination of those who like quiet and emotion inside their home, meaning their home is their retreat and they very deeply love to be tucked away there peacefully. Yet they like to be up and move around spontaneously at any time, suddenly in any number of directions. So this pretty much is exactly how a crab operates. The sphinxes are black and white. They are symbols of the fool and the new moon. So the fool being the white and the new moon being the dark moon. And the epaulets on his shoulders are the quarter moon phases. If you take a look closely at um, his shoulders, you'll see that. And the sign of cancer is ruled by the moon. So cancer is a water sign, very emotional, especially being ruled by the moon. And as such, there's a lot of water um, in this card in many decks. So the moon itself affects the ebb and the flow, the tides of the ocean. Most of us know this. And the waters will run very deep, just like the emotional depth of a cancer. Now let's take a look at the similarities between the characteristics of the card and the sign. The card is generally depicted as having two sphinxes rather than two horses. I think it can be said that it's very fitting for a cancer. A sphinx is not well known and conversely, it's actually known for its riddles. And so is a cancer person. A cancer is hard to know well, always keeping things private, hidden in that shell, and like the Sphinx, can be full of riddles. So asking direct or probing questions of a cancer is not likely going to yield any results. Like a crab, they scuttle sideways, always asking indirect questions to determine what they want to know without actually giving away any real info of themselves. (laughs) So you probably have things like victory or success or forward movement as some of your keywords for the chariot which is ironic since crabs move sideways. So how does this happen? Well, with the chariot, it's actually about control, emotional control. So that should not be surprising since we're talking about cancer. And if you think about it, it makes sense from a sequential standpoint. When the next card, strength, comes out in a reading and it's reversed, isn't control or emotional control what we need, emotional control, excuse me, what we need to come back to to work on. Um, I personally, the way I work with the cards is that when a card is reversed, one of the things that it symbolizes to me is that the energy of the previous card may not have been fully mastered or integrated into the situation. So in the chariot, we are reconciling opposites, as they say. This is because cancers have a hard time focusing on what to do next. They are very strong-willed and determined people. And once they get their eye on the prize, there is no stopping them. But it's getting it going that's the hardest part. 
This is why the sphinxes are facing away from each other and not forward, which crabs have to work at. This is all about controlled movement. A cancer will deliberately pursue something with purpose once it has completely evaluated the situation, analyzed the data, and decided what the best course of action is. So this is where it gets interesting because it's just as hard to get that chariot moving when it's standing still. And then it's equally hard to stop it once it's in motion. So the chariot might be stationary while the charioteer, aka the cancer individual, plots their next move. But once they get going, it's very hard to stop. Now, the chariot is also known for success due to hard work and perseverance. And that is because a cancer is incredibly tenacious once it has its claws into something. A competition, a goal, a project, no matter what it is, once a cancer takes it on, it is full steam ahead. And you would be better to get out of the way before the chariot runs you over. So it's all about maintaining control. Now, as a tip, that should explain why when you see this card, you're advised that success will be yours as long as you stay the course and maintain control of the situation. And more importantly, being ruled by the moon, emotional control of yourself. Cancers tend to live in the past a bit. So another piece of advice this card would offer is to continue to always look forward with your eye on the prize. Now, the chariot being about victory was referred to by weight as a conquest on all planes. So the chariot can drive incredibly fast over land, but it's also known to be the vehicle of both the sun god Apollo and the lord of the underworld, Pluto, which pulled them in their respective um, areas. So the light and the dark, we also see here too. Apollo being the god of the sun, Pluto being the lord of the underworld. So we see that black and that white again. Now, crabs too can conquer on all planes. They move from the land to the ocean and back to the land again. This explains the way a cancer is quite emotional. That's the watery portion and yet quite pragmatic and hardworking. That's the land portion at the same time. Another reason this card is associated with success is due to the tenacity of the cancer sign. Cancer is a cardinal sign, and while those born under this sign may be more emotional than others, they are also leaders, starters, initiators, and motivators. You'll find them at the head of the class in anything they do. They do nothing halfway. They are incredibly determined to be successful. Cancers are shrewd in business. They not only have the willpower and determination to succeed, but they are so in touch emotionally that they are keenly aware of what others want and need. And as such, they're excellent in business. So we see this reflected in the chariot. The charioteer is driven, focused, and successful. So this is the time of year that we are in that chariot energy. Um, We are in cancer season, but we are nearing the end of cancer season. And that's why I referenced the uh, new moon at the beginning of this podcast episode, because even though at this time we're coming to the end of cancer season, the new moon is that beginning energy. So although it's occurring at the end of the side, it still is going to have all the propulsion and forward movement of the sign because we're hitting that new moon phase. So this is still an amazing time to utilize that energy. And we have probably about another week or so to do that. So 
with the charioteer, remember that there's always that feeling of being called in different directions. So you really want to get focusing on what it is that you know you want. And you might have to spend a little bit of time. And that's where your new moon intentions come from. And so honestly, no matter what what year you are listening to this podcast episode. This is something to always keep in mind for any of the new moons. And right now, you know, it's the new moon in Cancer. So for this one, you want to really think about what it is that you want and how you're going to achieve it. Because then you can go after that, racing like the chariot. Remember, the charioteer, the cancer person, the the cancer sign energy has spent time looking at the situation from all angles and being very strategic before pulling those sphinxes in and getting them going in one direction. But once you decide on a course of action, which you absolutely must do, it's important that you maintain control, especially emotionally. This is a core message of this card. Don't get distracted by other options and don't let fear or indecision paralyze your chariot into immobility. You control the sphinxes and you will have more than one choice that you needed to make in this card. And you would have made those prior to this card in the lover's card. So we talk about that sequential energy. One of the core meanings of the lover's card, the six, is about choice. So in a sequential you know, order, you may have seen something like that coming through where you have these choices to make. But once you have made that choice, now you can channel everything into that one direction that you want to go. So what do you think? Does this chariot, you know, this, this um, synopsis of the chariot and how it, how it relates to cancer season relate to you? Does that sound like what you envision cancer season being about? Well, to me, that's very much the outward energy of cancer. And then we also have more of the internal energy. And this is where we get the high priestesses association. So being ruled by the moon, that means she's automatically affiliated with cancer season as well. And she is really affiliated with the water signs in general. But in her case, specifically being ruled by the moon, she's very attuned to cancer season. So she is about intuition. She's about the feminine principle, lunar magic, prophecy. The high priestess keeps things veiled from us. She comes early on in the tarot journey. She's the keeper of the mysteries and the keeper of the secrets and things that not just anyone is to see. It's interesting how in the same way, we have a dark side of the moon, a side that we never get to see. And this card being ruled by the moon, it's actually quite fitting as it's the moon itself that we are viewing uh, from the other side of her veil. So in her card, you know, there's the high priestess and there are the two pillars next to her behind her with a veil that is stretched between them. And, you know, there's little bits of like gap on either side and a lot of cards that kind of gives you like a little bit of a peek, but not that you can really actually see anything. It's more of a teaser. You know, it's more leaving you wondering what is there. And that's exactly how working with the high priestess is. As we reach the end of the fool's journey through the tarot, we see that it was actually the moon on the other side of the veil all along. So she is the keeper of the moon's secrets, and she has a very significant relationship with the moon, making the moon the perfect ruler of this card. Now, what's interesting is that while the cancer person, as we've already discussed, moves sideways and is like a puzzle, so too is the high priestess, never revealing too much and always shrouded in mystery. 
When we see this card, there's hidden information to be sought. Cancer is a sign associated with a memory. So again, there may be things hidden deep in your subconscious or in your memory for you to discover. So this is an excellent time for dream work. The divine feminine is more prevalent now. If your soul has an alignment with a priestess path, you may feel that calling more strongly now. The suit of cups to which cancer belongs is not only the card of human relationships, but spiritual ones as well. The element of water, the element that rules the suit of cups, is also the element of the goddess. So the divine feminine is represented in the element of water and the suit of cups. Naturally, this corresponds to the sacral chakra. So if you're looking for other correspondences to bring into your readings, this is the energy center you are tapping into when you are embodying this cups energy in your life. So I would expect to see more of the high priestess in your readings at this time of year. We're all in that watery, intuitive energy during this season. And cancer season is always a time of getting closer to the ones you care about and nurturing your closest relationships. That's one of the reasons it's a great time of year to take vacations with your loved ones. And another reason that marriages and hand fastings have always been so popular this time of year. Now, there are a few other minor cards that are associated with this time of year also that you might want to take note of if they pop up in your readings. Now, cancer season being a water sign is associated with the suit of cups in general, but it's specifically associated with the two, the three, and the four. Our minor arcana numbers two to 10 add up to a total of 36 cards. There are three assigned to each sign. And of course, we have 12 signs. So if you're with me still, sorry for the extra math, that's 36. 36 cards, 36 um, sections of the zodiac that these cards are assigned to. So each rules over one third of the sign that it is assigned to. And since the signs have 30 degrees each, one of uh, these cards will preside over 10 degrees of the sign and the zodiac, thus named a deacon. Now, you don't have to follow along with the math on all of that. Um, it's enough to know that each of the minor arcana cards are assigned to 10 degrees of the zodiac. So we have 36 of these, 36 deacons, which makes sense because 36 times 10 is 360, and that's the total number of degrees in a circle or the zodiac. And we have 36 cards. So the two of cups is the card that opens up the season at the summer solstice when we enter cancer season and the first 10 degrees or the first 10 days of the sign. So this is considered similar to the lover's card and it is the perfect card for midsummer and hand fasting time. Now the three of cups sees us at one of our fullest expressions of joy and merriment. Again, the height of summer where everything is in full bloom, there is lots of outward activity, which is much like a full moon, which is the moon phase that is also associated with the season of summer. And it's a phase and a season of increased activity, much like in the card, which depicts a scene of dancing and celebrating and general merrymaking. And again, being the season of the divine feminine, this card also typically depicts a circle of three women, which is really just highlighting the sisterhood aspect of this time of year. So by the end of the sign, we reach the Four of Cups. And to me, this is kind of the point where we move more into that inward energy of contemplation, 
This is often a card that represents meditation for a lot of people and other forms of, you know, contemplative thought. And fours are also known to be a number of consolidation. So I also feel this here, that it's kind of a time where we're moving into some of the qualities that we see in the chariot, where we're being very deliberate with our time and energy and really considering what we want to put our time and effort into the following season, which again now is going to be another season of heightened activity because it's not just a season of summer, but one of the more active ones. It's the outwardly bold and busy time of the fire sign Leo coming up next. But that will be a conversation for the next episode. (laughs) So I hope you have enjoyed this deep dive into the cards that are associated with cancer season. And I most certainly hope that you take a little bit of time, if you haven't already, to craft your new moon intentions. And I'll see you in the next episode. Until next week, bye for now.